strength, it's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky, spread your wings, fly in the sky, you are the Oh, should I lead in the show? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because you're right. like guest. Now you're a guest, I guess. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, la- last time on Dragon Ball Z, Alex Patak got too drunk at a Great Gatsby themed wedding, c- texted Katie a lot, and really pissed off his wife. <laughs> Check it out on this episode, Z. <laughs> <laughs> To another episode of Ballin' Out Super! I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon, and with me, as always, is the only true reliable host, Jeremy Hammond. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, the only one. (laughs) I haven't been here in months. I'm the only one. (laughs) He's the only one. You can count on me not to be here. (laughs) And uh, our guest this week, cosplayer video essayist uh 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 animal lover central cog of the wheel that is the brooklyn leftist podcast scene despite not living here for (laughs) several years now i mean ain't that the way emma bowers hello it's good to be back it's so good to have you back yeah it's amazing how many people you've introduced me to (laughs) (laughs) i like there's so many people i'm like friends with now who i just am like how did i meet them Oh, it was Emma. <laughs> when was the last time I saw Emma? Two um, years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, we um I was I was in town for an anime con and I was like I saw like my weeb friends and I was like, okay, um they're they're all they all went home. I'm gonna I'm gonna invite my, my cool leftist podcast friends now. Mm. <laughs> um and I didn't have a lot of time, so I just like DM'd like twenty people. I'm like, let's meet at this bar. <laughs> yeah, the cool yeah. ones. The, cool the leftist podcasters. <laughs> The ones who have the courage to not dress up as anime characters. <laughs> Which in today's society, of course, it it does take courage, I think. Does it? I I don't know. Like, it used to be, like, such a thing. Like, oh, you're cosplaying, you, you weirdo. And now it's like, right. it's like, you know, I have the most normie-ass co-workers. And if I'm like, I cosplay, they're like, I understand this. That's so cool. <laughs> no. That's <Whoa>. so cool. <laughs> the world (laughs) well let's address some things up top jeremy i've been getting so many messages and ats in the discord they want to know what's up with jeremy hammond and uh part of them thought some of them thought we were in a fight which i would just like to publicly say uh despite what you may think uh, relationships exist outside of audio recordings yes Uh, also jeremy uh has been really busy with raising the next generation of human (laughs) um but jeremy i think it is time you address the the elephant in the room yeah jeremy call out for oh shit i'm calling now yeah, so uh, folks at home, uh, dear ballerinos, um, you know, piss pigs, whatever we call you uh, these days. Um, I just want to say, I, I, yeah, yeah, ballerinos. I've <laughs> been away. What the fuck's wrong with you? You've been talking to a baby. <laughs> I do like constantly now have to stop myself from just like making like lip smacking noises because that's like what Nico responds to. <laughs> I'm like constantly like talking to people and I'll just be like <laughs> <laughs> just like between sentences as like a comma. Um anyway, folks, I uh I don't know um how much clearer I could have made things than putting a tearful goodbye at the beginning of my last episode. But uh I just want you guys to know, you know, just unambiguously if you email ballinoutsuper at gmail.com enough times with long enough emails begging for me to come back. I will consider it. Well, but you have here, to send enough. You have to send enough, and you have to DM them to Katie specifically. I send would them like, to- 
like to say, and I say this as your friend, it was not specific because you didn't tell me and Alex that you were leaving. You just posted that, which people who don't know you is the most Jeremy ass thing in the world. And that's why I tried to explain to somebody who like DM me on, on Instagram is I was just like, Jeremy loves to just like leave a project. And honestly, yeah. I respect that about it's it. It's great. It's my favorite thing in the world is like just putting a period on the end of a sentence and just moving on to the next sentence, you know? Which we so only get so much go. life. You only get so much life. You got to be able to do that. This is some fatherly advice, folks. You know, yeah, you, you, you're, you're gonna, actually you're gonna die someday. Now. Put a period on the end of a sentence and move to the next one. <laughs> Unless that sentence is going to give you enough money, and then you just show and up. In that case, <laughs> in that case, you're going to say thank you. Um, you know, I, would, I don't know if we're I actually would, publicly talking about that. I don't so, know if it's been a, a, Alex, Alex, yet. you're editing this later. Please put a beep over. He's not going to. <laughs> Al, I was not. Okay. And the intro was true. Alex got very drunk at a great Gatsby themed wedding. And now his wife is very angry at him. Yeah. Did you see the video? <laughs> yes. He got sprayed by a hose. He got sprayed down with a hose because he threw up all over himself. <laughs> Um, it's very fun. It's a really great uh, uh, video of just Alex in classic drunk Alex form, slumped over in a suit, and everybody's saying like he looks pretty together despite being fucked up. And he's like, Nah, you know, uh, have that sort of talent. And then they just like spray him in the they like spray him in the dick. That's like what the video looks like. They do. <laughs> yeah, my partner misses Alex. Like he will still bring up Alex to this day. He's met him. One- no, he met him once. We went to the zoo with him. Um, we all had a really good time. Mm. And we were back at the zoo last month because my parents were in town and we were looking at the apes and he just looks at me, he goes, if Alex Patak was here, he would ask the keepers if the, if the apes got the COVID vaccine, if they're all magnetized now. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, he would. He would, he would, <laughs> he would. do that, yes. <laughs> How is the well, zoo? What's new with the zoo? Um, yeah. We, um, um, coronavirus no longer exists. Um, of we won USA, oh, USA. Yeah. So, Hell yeah, it was made um, up by the Chinese and it's fake. Yep, yes. Despite uh, <laughs> people publicly getting it after being vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yep, but it was so, invented by the Chinese and it's fake and it's not real. So oh, yeah, we yeah. have completely dropped our max, our mask policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so on one hand, um, I might be one of those rare cases that despite being vaccinated gets um, breakthrough COVID and dies. On mm. the other hand, I don't have to have like crisis, like panic attacks and get burned out because I'm constantly asking masks to guests to put their mess back on so you know win-win win-win of course yeah yeah so i've had that i've had multiple guests try to feed the lemurs like a week in a row <laughs> like i walked in what are they trying and, to feed them um this is this is amazing um i walked in and a lemur had gotten a hold of a baby bottle and <laughs> he's just sucking it like nectar uh-huh. of the gods like oh mommy milkers like, <laughs> Gross. i was like holy shit and someone's like is was it formula or i'm like well, he can't have been the first lemur to have breast milk. That was my first question. That was my first yeah, question was going to be, was it formula or breast milk? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm sure um, I'm sure there has been a sicko out there who's breastfed a lemur. So it cannot have been the first one. But You're a, a, a breastfeeding lemur sicko at Emma Bowers. They got to know. <laughs> I do. So, yeah. And the keepers had to, like, come. And he was he was so sad. This lemur is like a little old man, too. He's like, no, uh-huh. <laughs> my sweet titty. Milk. <laughs> what are they supposed to eat? Um, they're like frugivores, so they get a lot of fruits and vegetables primarily. So, mm-hmm. like, they can get little snacks. The ones at the zoo, um, we have a behind the scenes program, so you can feed them bell peppers. And, like, it's actually the cutest fucking thing because lemurs have little that vampire teeth and they eat them. <laughs> and it's like lemur ASMR. You see this, like, so yeah. I love that. What, um, Animals can't get COVID, right? Yeah, they can. They can. They can? Um, yes. So it's a zoo. Oh, there was a cat. I saw. There yes, was a cat yes. that got um, it. So COVID's a zoonotic. <laughs> so other animals can get it. So it kind of jumps around. So yeah, um, animals in the carnivore order carnivora, which is fucking huge, um, can get uh-huh. it, and so can primates. So some gorillas at the San Diego Zoo actually got it. So were they? Did so? Did you guys like like mask them? Like, do you mask the animals? <laughs> um, Thankful. No, I had a, I had a guest ask that. I was like, "Quit your and, mask and on, sir." Question, what would be the funniest animal to put a mask on? Oh wow! Okay, oh, I know. Would I have, an elephant yes, need two yes. masks? I, yeah, yes, elephant no, is definitely it's elephant. Like the... It's elephant because they have to wear two masks. 
<laughs> oh, because of the mask and the yeah, snout, and the nose, right? For their nose, yeah. And you so, gotta wonder, you gotta mm-hmm. wonder, folks, where are they strapping those onto? How long are the straps? Are you trying yeah. to get in our viral tweet? I'm trying, here? baby. I'm trying. <laughs> oh my god, we found a fucking uh, one of Nico's books has a joke in it that is like. Like, why do uh, giraffes have such long necks so they can wear so many ties? And it's a picture of a giraffe wearing like 20 ties. <laughs> yes, and it's from like the, the, the 70s. It's, no, it's from them. the 70s. I, they should sue me. I should be going to fucking jail. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you, Jeremy. Like, I pulled it. I drew a drawing of a giraffe and I put the ties in two different places and I left it at the desk at work and I was like, please vote in this. <laughs> the people gotta uh. know. That's so funny. Yeah, so, but um, so they didn't mask the animals, is the No, point. the keepers already had a strict mask policy in place for primates, just because even before the pandemic, they can basically catch anything we can. So, right. yeah, so thankfully our zoo was good. Um, we're in the process, hopefully now, of getting everyone vaccinated. Oakland Zoo um, started rolling out a vaccine program, which is, for me, really cool. But if you just want to, like, have an urge to drive your car into the ocean, read all the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> angry people like zoos are torturing animals and injecting poison into them <laughs> it's like oh. if this is what's making you mad i have wild news to tell you about the vet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you they do as a kid everybody yeah, everybody took his balls Everyone growing up, they always like they want to be a veterinarian. That's like everybody's like dream job because they're like, I love my dog, and doctors make the most money. So I, obviously, like a veterinarian is what I want to be. And you don't oh realize that like what like eighty percent of that job has to be like spaying, neutering, and and putting to sleep. I imagine well, yes. Yeah, spay- my mom made me watch Emergency Vets on on the former Discovery Channel Network because she wanted to make sure I understood what the job was, and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> Y'all ever watch those, um, like, zoo shows on Animal Planet and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, the plots are either we need to get these two animals to fuck or this animal got sick. Yeah. And it, the one that takes place at the Bronx Zoo is the best because all the keepers got, like, like New York, like, New Jersey accents. And, they'll, and you know, it'll cut to the end. There'll be some guys, like, he's like... Yeah, uh, you know, Violet the gazelle, unfortunately, uh, the prognosis wasn't too good and we had to euthanize her. I miss her. I loved her. I loved her more than my own mother. (laughs) This is our elephant Giuseppe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was was really keen on those. I always loved the ones that were like, um, uh, that were like uh, detective ones. Where it's like not like pet detective, but like uh, uh, they would be like like there's a mystery afoot. Like what happened to the missing uh, eucalyptus? <laughs> and it'd be like a very like cutesy sort of thing. Like who could have stolen it? Was it <laughs> was it the tiger? And they're like, no, it couldn't have been the tiger. <laughs> they eat meat. <laughs> Do you watch those like shows of Nico? Like the ones like Blues Clues were like it, it's very like did the tiger eat broccoli? And you're like you're a little kid, you're encouraged to <laughs> no! be like no. <laughs> no, we don't do that yet because uh, we're we're strictly no screens until two. That is impressive. A lot of parents I know start off with that, and their will is broken in a matter of yeah. weeks of bringing the baby home. Well, so. we'll see. I mean, we're like meeting more kids now, so mm. like he's going to eventually be exposed to a kid who is seeing screens, and and that's going to be a whole different. Yeah, and then he's going to find out you're those shitty parents that won't let him eat Gushers or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, he's eating fruit leather and... uh, What's what's the first anime you plan on introducing Nico to? I think I've thought about this a lot, actually. Um, I do think it's probably going to be something like... um, like spirited away just something yeah. that's like yeah. really like like a good crowd pleasery sort of a thing that like is like magical and whimsical and not like stupid you know because like the, i don't want to i don't want it to be a stupid one first yeah do um, you know um uh kurt i'm spacing his last name naruto does the- <laughs> shit for my child yeah, no naruto shit none of that no we're not going anywhere near a shonen um we're doing like something whimsical and fun and yeah I got a buddy who uh, lives in Japan and their kiddo, like who's a literal kindergartner is like, Mm -hmm. can I watch Demon Slayer? All the kids (laughs) in my school have Demon Slayer. Well, Demon Slayer is like a little kid show there. It 
and is, but the first episode is the entire little family being slaughtered by no, demons. I know. It's just really interesting because, like, that movie, the Mugen Train, was yeah. uh, like basically like PG out there, and out here it was rated R. Yeah, I just that's think that's crazy. interesting. No, I've yeah. been rewatching like Full Metal Alchemist, which is clearly a kid show, but it's incredibly violent, and one of the overarching so themes dark. of the show is literally genocide. <laughs> like, it's like, I've been genocide in <laughs> like, like, where's your god now, <laughs> children? <laughs> I wonder what, like, the alternate of that would be, though. Like, what's the American thing that kids are watching that's, like... Like, it's probably, like, an advertisement, right? It's, like, some, like, some show that's so laden with advertisements and, and, and monetization that, like, in another country, they'd be like, we we couldn't allow Japan, a kid to I mean, Japan's that. highly capitalist, so I don't think that's Yeah, it, not, but not I, Japan. I I, like, yeah. Somewhere in, like, Europe, they'd be like, we don't watch them... We don't I'm, let them watch Paw Patrol. No, okay? we don't, I know. We don't we beam do not ideology like into the, our babies. The privatized military propaganda. On our children. <laughs> Why is the puppy a, a, a man of war? <laughs> <laughs> this is a job for a, a grown man. <laughs> a, pu- a puppy cannot shoot a gun, he has no thumbs. Puppies must be civil servants. <laughs> I'm wondering what like what cartoons to go with first though. Not because like anime is probably gonna take a while because you know, I don't know the like little little baby ones um, because I'm an adult. Uh, but like, what what cartoon hey, you should, should I show start? Like with? Unico or something? Like really early? Oh, like you mean like um, American cartoons? Um, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. I guess yeah. I don't know. Like I like Wild Kratts a lot. It's on PBS, so it's not like bullshit, and it has animals. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It might be like a little <laughs> too. I say like big kid. I like not like I don't know. It's like that's a good question. Like, what do you show like a literal like a baby? You know, just things with <laughs> colors and yeah, stuff. I yeah. don't know. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. The content doesn't super matter until he's speaking. So, yeah. right. Um, you know, just show show them SpongeBob. Yeah, like, the two. first three seasons. <laughs> like, by two, by two, Nico will be speaking. So, like, that's when you know the, that's when we'll start introducing screens. I wonder, like, should I do like Looney Tunes? Should I do like uh, yeah, like <laughs> old Looney Tunes or like Hanna Barbera stuff, something like that, like. Yeah, do Looney Looney Tunes is better than Hanna Barbera, and you say this, you know I'm a cartoon nerd, so I mean, yeah, do Looney Tunes. Have you seen Have you seen the thing for Jellystone? I'm so psyched on that. For those of you don't know, yeah, I'm psyched about it. Like you know, Hanna Barbera. I mean, naturally, yeah, obviously, seeing all the characters, seeing the homies again, is always going to be exciting. Uh, Emma, have you seen anything about this? No, no, I have not. So it's a new show where they basically have taken every like Hanna Barbera property and like reshuffled it to be like a ensemble cast, like mm-hmm. wackadoo show. Kind of like a like the Yogi Bear Christmas specials, like where they would show yeah. everybody kind mm-hmm. of hanging out on on vacation together. Yeah, they all um, they all get a, a a you know they 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 cut around the like big chill or whatever type fight that they all got in <laughs> after Augie Doggy Doggy Daddy like drowned in the ice and they all <laughs> their friendships <laughs> fractured. Huckleberry started doing opiates. It was dark. Snacklepuss would not come out of the closet until yeah, it's, it's, a it's really doggy t- daddy. <laughs> doggy daddy shows up on his own, and Oggy doggy isn't there. And everyone's like, "What? What? What, what happened?" He's like, "Well, uh, our relationship is—it's uh, fraught these yeah. days. <laughs> it's fraught. We're not really as close as we used to be." <laughs> Half of the Top Cat gang is locked up for petty crimes. <laughs> you know who's surprisingly absent from Jellystone, though, is um, uh, Hong Kong Fooey. Well, because he's racist. <laughs> but, but, okay. He's double racist, actually. <laughs> What's the he double? Was, he's supposed to be a, a, a black man. Oh, he's oh. Like, a, like a black exploitation, yeah. like kung fu character. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So that is double racist. So yeah. that's, that that oh. makes sense then, because I was saying also, that. Um, think about the theme song to that show. Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. I'm not singing yeah. it. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, the tune is pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's why they have the meeting and completely like, forgot. They're just like, we're just gonna sweep that one under the rug. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, but the, but in the commercial, you see. Um, 
uh, Johnny Quest and Haji, and I yeah. was like, Haji for sure isn't isn't kosher anymore. Like, well, they could up. they could probably rebrand Haji as representation, though. Yeah, and you can have them like, um, um, you know, like be voiced by uh, the the dude who did all the steroids for the Marvel movie or something. Oh, you know? yeah. I was gonna say yeah. you could have them. You could have uh, Hari Kondabolu, and then you're like winning from the start. You're just like, we got the Apu guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Listen, I do agree, have the people do the voices of the people, but uh, in terms of, like, problems with diversity, I don't know about you guys, that's, like, the least of my concerns. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not too worried about Haji. When they're like, we're like, we fixed Big Mouth by, by recasting the black girl. I'm like, that's not my problem with this show. There was one sure. I remember, and it was, like, Alison Brie, like, apologizes for voicing, like, an Asian-American character in BoJack. And I was like, this show's been off the air for a year. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, and again, right. it's, like, not the no. part that I'm worried about, about BoJack. Yeah, I don't know. It's everyone... I, but People at least these are current of, shows. Yeah. Yeah. These are current shows that are on TV. Like I think it's so silly to be like we need to we need to like address Haji from Johnny <laughs> Quest. I mean, is you that... could just not put him in the show. <laughs> you don't have to put any of them no, in. It's I a... think I think it's fine to put him in the show as long as they just like redo him a little bit. And that's probably what they did. But it's like Jellystone is all the talking animals. Just make it the talking animals. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a good choice. I'm just saying, like, that's... Listen, they uh, they watched this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, and they're like, oh, it turns out Popo is really important, and there's absolutely no way we could have cut around him. <laughs> there's just not, it's just not possible. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Couldn't Popo, happen. and it's like... It's like no, in my head, and I don't, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't know who's voicing like Popo or currently, and I know they've kind of cut him out of Super, but it's like I'm just imagining being like, it's all right, guys, because we're having an actual um, person of color voicing Mr. Popo. Yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> not helping. That's they're bringing, not helping. They're bringing uh, Isaac Elba in to voice Mr. Popo, so it's okay. Did they really break the bank on it too? They, yeah, like we, it's I, I just. That shit makes me so crazy. Jeremy, you find probably my favorite bad, like, woke Zoomer takes, and then, like, weird lib mom takes on the internet. The, like, the uh -huh. weird darkness that you are able to trudge up entertains me endlessly. It's, I don't know where, like, I, you ask me every time I find one of these, you're like, where, where do you find these? you're just on a different internet than me, man. <laughs> I like, truly feel like I am sometimes. Like, I have the, the, the little worm, like, burrowed into my brain and, and, and it's just, just beaming yeah, stupid shit into me all the I, time. Because <laughs> I, I highly trimmed my internet a while ago, which I think is part of it, where, like, all I see is, like, bands three comedians I actually like and like strippers. Like that's all yes. I see on my Twitter feed while you just went deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is, I, I've segmented things into different platforms is what I've done. So like Twitter is where I go to feel insane. And that's all I want to see on Twitter. Really. I don't want to see funny jokes. I just okay. want to feel crazy. Right. And then I go to well, Instagram for my like safety feelings. Okay. Um, like in Instagram, I've 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 curated now to just be pictures of sushi and videos of skateboarding, and that's like pretty much all I see on there. That's totally good. I mean, we had a very famous friendship conversation. I don't know if we said it on the show. That it's okay to mute your friends that their boobies are out all the time. Yes, you're uh -huh. like I don't need to see that. It's fine. I do it constantly. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it depends. You know, like I said, like I have a lot of friends who are. are various forms of sex workers i'm like i'll follow you because that's your job yeah. and you're allowed to you're allowed to post it i i'm just gonna mute it my sister so she's a sex worker and she has an only fans and every now and then she'll just put on instagram she'll be like look please i know you'll want to support me but like you understand if you subscribe to my only fans you will see my butthole so like <laughs> don't just be like oh like you know like i just want to help out like you know my cousin or like no like i'm doing porn on my only fans you will see my butthole like do not subscribe like unless this is something you are interested in and she just has to put this that's up every so, couple of months that's so funny oh my god i love that i didn't explain to my dad what only fans was a couple of months ago and that was that was a whole experience where he, well, you had at some point you'd made like an alt account on I Instagram. I did for like like a day, and then I deleted it. Was a, it. Yeah, I don't think it ever went anywhere. But I remember you 
you described it in a way that I was like, I was like not catching completely that it was like a, a it was supposed yeah, to be I like think, your sex think, one. Yeah. And so I followed it and you were like, oh. Jeremy, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> you like texted me specifically aside. Well, you were like, I knew, are I knew, you sure? <laughs> I knew you probably were lost, you know, but I also, I, I was deleted, very lost. I deleted that after a day. You know, 2016-17 was a weird year for me, everybody, and I will say, <laughs> fundamentally, I'm a very different person right now. <laughs> With that said, someone did hack into my phone and posted a picture of my ass to the Discord, like, six months ago, which was oh, so... Oh, I saw, like, the yeah. aftermath of yeah. that. I saw, like, people talking about it having happened. Yeah, which the funniest part about it is it was like not that good of a photo. And I'm just kind of like, if you're out to get me, please pick the best photo. <laughs> yeah, do a good one. It was just like, I, wasn't even that scandalous. You know? I don't know if it's kosher to talk about on the show, but you did actually do that to me once. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I accidentally said. When you first, first moved here. I know. I was like multitasking five different people trying to find my forever boyfriend because I was real psycho when I first moved here because I broke up with like the love of my life. And so. So right, I was yeah. just like multitasking. And then unfortunately, Jeremy was just like, do you want to go to an open mic? And just got caught in the shrap. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it was very funny because I was like at an extremely like uh, like couple friends sort of no! dinner. Where it was like me and Mo and like our couple friends. And that. we're at... We were at um oh, that man. fucking that that pizza place that's on the Brooklyn Bridge Park, oh, and yeah. we're like it's like sunset over the city, and we're all just like, "That's really nice to be here. This is a very relaxing place." And then I'm like, "Oh, Katie texted me. What's this?" <laughs> oh, God, that's so fucking funny. I had a joke about that in my stand up for a while when I was still doing. I don't even remember what it was. It was something about like zero days without an accident or something. Anyway, kids, oh, yeah, yeah, like a, let, like a, let this like be a, a lesson from your old pal KRL. You know, be careful where you store those photos when you're sending really, them. Really, yeah, be careful with them. You know, double check, yeah. you know, your addresses and whatever. Yeah. You know, because not everybody's... Also, not everyone's going to be like the old J-Man. Yeah, not everyone's going to just really... instantly delete it because you knew it was an accident. Yeah, <laughs> and also, like, not everyone's going to be like Jeremy's wife who knew that it was an accident. Yeah, when exactly. That we all were like, oh, whoops, this was clearly a mistake. Just yeah. get rid of that, and we all just move on and don't talk about also, it. Also... <laughs> Stay on your anxiety meds. <laughs> <laughs> if they're working, that's what's making yeah. it work. <laughs> stay on your meds. And if you have executive dysfunction issues, stay on those meds. All right. That's, that's a PSA. You know what's a good thing about comedy that I know you and I have a similar relationship to it now, Jeremy, where we're a little arm's length. But uh, yeah. it does give me the tools where I just don't feel embarrassment the same way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just like, Absolutely. I should be mortified by all of that, but I'm just like, eh, shit It's happens. one of the few benefits of having spent time in, in stand-up comedy. There's not many of them, but one of the few of them is that you've just been like completely I've just been like drained numbed. of any ability to feel that. I'm like, <laughs> you know, much like Emma's sister, I've been like, you will see my butthole. Emotionally, <laughs> you will emotionally see my You'll butthole. You'll see my emotional butthole. <laughs> and unfortunately, Jeremy did not get a butthole picture because that's really that's really the star of the show. If you ask me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see if I can pull up our email to see if we have an ad this week, and then if not, we'll probably move on. So just give me a second while I struggle, struggle, struggle. I was about to look for it, and then I realized, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I don't have that anymore. So Alex has just been lying to me and saying that he that you've been opening her emails. But I'm starting to realize Alex is a, as, Alex is very interesting because he's very reliable and does so much for so many people. But he's also a human tornado. <laughs> <laughs> I do still have the uh, I do still have the Twitter. That's I am getting still... uh, a lot of emails from something called PoochieCon that's asking us if they if we want to work at their maid cafe. So I'm going to no, say... We, well, we, we signed up for that right at the beginning to try to do a live show, uh, and then we never did it, and then um, they still email. Okay, I'm going to say... Uh, yeah, my, okay, my gay pickle have... tweet is doing pretty well over here. I do have a... Emma, I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> uh... Oh, shit. And this is an ad that I specifically should read. Okay. 
All right. And cut here. And cut here, Alex. Cut here, Alex. <laughs> Are you guys ready for a, a, an ad? Um, so, <laughs> you ready for an advertisement? Uh, okay, give me one second. So I want to just start off that this person has sent me bullet points in true bullet point forms. And to that, I say, mazel tov. I love you so. (laughs) So today, um, I don't know if this person wants their real name. So uh, we are sponsored by uh, Claire Klein. I, I believe that's how you... Clarny Kine? Not Claire Kane. No, it's not Claire Kane. It's uh, Clarny <laughs> Klein, who uh, just finished a beautiful queer BDSM space pirate book. <laughs> Yay! Wow. This is very squarely... There's. It's very rare that one of the ad reads on here is like exactly who you should be advertising it to. <laughs> yeah. This is like the one time where I'm like, you have absolutely picked yeah, the right podcast to advertise on. I am <laughs> genuinely excited to advertise that. Hey guys, being a pirate is hard when you're the one with all the booty. (laughs) (laughs) Ferris Sinclair is just your average drone engineer trapped in a life of corporate slavery to pay off her student loans. Life might be boring, but at least it's stable. That all changes when she's caught up in a shipjacking led by the rough and gruff and distractingly attractive space pirate Straya. After an explosive first encounter, that leaves Farrah smitten and unable to sit down. She's pr- <laughs> she's pressed. <Whoa. laughs> uh, she uh, the, I, oh she's press ganged into the crew and starts an exciting new life as a pirate, being gay and doing crimes against mega corporations. In between, finding out just what happens when you're the biggest brat in the gang of ruthlessly horny BDSM space pirates. Oh, there's definitely <laughs> spanking in this. <laughs> Oh, it, oh, blazing tales of the the blazer bitches in hard queer sci-fi with even harder spankings and is available in digital paperback <laughs> and hardback at spacepirates.gay or wherever this is very you buy fun. your books. First of all, dot dot, gay. Yes. <laughs> you got dot, dot gay. gay. That's incredible. Yep. But also, say, uh, Blazing Tales is 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 a great um, name for like a spanking club. <laughs> yes, Blazing Tales of the Blazer Bitches. I listen. I want to read this. I got to tell you, this sounds fantastic. This is the best ad read we've been ever sent. The best product we have promoted. It's got the KRL stamp of horny confusion right on it. <laughs> Eat it up. The I'm going to say one more time for, for our listeners. That's spacepirates.gay. <laughs> I cannot recommend this enough. Thank you Absolutely so much incredible. for sponsoring this week's show. I didn't even realize that there was a dot gay uh, that Me you could neither. do. Mm. Uh, That's great. That I want to like so buy happy. dot gay of like all of my friends' names. <laughs> oh, I know. Big homo dot gay. Yeah, Jordan Olds dot gay. <laughs> that would make him too happy. I know. <laughs> he wishes. God. <laughs> didn't put the work in. Uh, all right. Who wants to talk about Dragon Ball Z, Kai? Ooh, I do, I do. Raise your hands. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can't see it at home. We all yeah, did it. We all did. They, all, they all raised their hands while I'm we the shadow. We all made the soy face and mm-hmm. we did it. I feel like I'm uh, I'm like the guy in the box on Charlie's Angels right now. Uh, the title of this episode is Run, Android 17, Piccolo's All or Nothing Struggle. Emma, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Any thoughts in general about Dragon Ball Z Kai before um, we get off running? I mean, like, here's my thing. Like, everyone was in high school, and it was like, who's your crush on Dragon Ball, you know? And everyone always said Trunks and sometimes Vegeta. And I just had, like, the biggest thing for Mr. Piccolo. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was, he was my comfort character, as the kids said. And I'd, I'd go home, and my, my dad would be passed out drunk, and I'd be like, oh, like, if, if Piccolo was here, you know, like, um, he could be my dad. He yeah. is. Oh. Yeah, I, he I, is. Would, I thought it was going to be like, if he was here, he could fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, don't know. 
Maybe you com- commission our, our our advertiser this week to write write you that story, kids. So I know I'm just trying to figure it out because uh, they reproduce asexually. So I know I know oh, there's right, been many yeah. an acquiring of like what Piccolo's genitalia looks like, mm-hmm. but I yeah. always feel like as as an objective uh, aspiring person in the world of animal interpretation, you there know, there would I'm, be no genitalia. No, I have to say Piccolo um, is an ace icon. You know, I have I, to respect that about him. You know. <laughs> Because after we've been revisiting Z, I have to, like, listen, I love all our Piccolo dicks <laughs> and cloacas, especially Fickle Harpy's amazing painting that I have hanging in my room. <laughs> 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 but uh, I was like, oh, they, they are, yeah, they're ace icons. I, I like to think that Piccolo's ace romantic because he's definitely w- wooing. Chi Chi behind the scenes with <laughs> unmarked <laughs> boxes. Uh, but, <laughs> but that's fair. I will say, um, you guys were not here for last week, but it's, uh, it was Piccolo fighting Seventeen the whole time, and I was super horny for it because I'm a big fan of both those characters. <laughs> and yeah. we get more of that, except not as good. So uh, he's such a perfect example, Piccolo, of like ace swagger too. Yes. Like <laughs> it's it's hard to imagine sometimes, but it's like it's it's this is the model to go for. The- like ace folks, if you want to look, if you want to be like like a like a like a you know, swaggering, charismatic individual. Like, this is who you want to aim your your personality wanna, towards, um, Piccolo. <laughs> I don't want to paint with a broad stroke here, but the ace people in my personal life that I'm very close to are all extraordinarily fashionable. So I don't know yeah. if that's, like, a chart we can draw or something. I guess when you're dressing for yourself and not for fucking, it just really you go all... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, So... We open up uh, last week, you know, like I said, Piccolo and Seventeen were fighting because Piccolo is trying to hold them off, basically, until Vegeta, Trunks, and then Goku, Gohan get out of the hyperbolic time chamber. But um, because Cell wants to eat them to become perfect Cell. But you know what? It took too long. Oh, yeah. This is this is a horny episode. Like Mm -hmm. the way he keeps talking is like, no matter how much you resist, I'm going to get you i'm gonna plug you i'm gonna plug you with my little you. my little foreskin tail i'm gonna consume so, you <laughs> we open up cell cell is sitting there like smacking his couch cushion lips being like <laughs> and everyone's like oh fuck cell is here well piccolo is like that because he's the only one who knows who he is 17 you know, has been listening a lot on Nine Inch Nails, flicks his hair back, and he's like, uh, you know, he doesn't super care. Um, he, Cell does a little count. He's like, okay, we got 17 and 18. I can't wait to absorb them, so I may become perfect. La-di-da-di-da. Who's this big red-headed twink? Uh, <laughs> I love this bit, because he's like, he's like, that's 17, that's 18. That must be, uh, I don't know, another one. <laughs> I, res- I respected like, it. He doesn't go to the obvious place where he's like, that must be 19, I guess. Yeah, he goes, oh, he's like an older Jero model. No need to bother with him. Yeah, it must be something him. else. Yeah, it must be Dave. He just starts evil laughing, and then, you know, he, and then he starts to power up. And unlike everyone else is powering up, um, his little, like, light show con- contains the spirits of all the people he's absorbed and kind of has, like, a Beetlejuice moment. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he powers up, and then he throws rocks and and stuff at everybody, and they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I want to say right now, uh, I haven't seen Cell in a long time. Um, it's been a while since I've looked at, uh, the earlier, you know, you usually see, like, perfect Cell when you see Cell. Um, I haven't seen an early stage of Cell in a long time. I have a lot of difficulty... Um, figuring out which part of him is the grossest because it's literally every part of him is disgusting. I okay, I have the pick for the most disgusting uh, thing about this embodiment of Cell because he has two other forms after this. But right, um, and it's not the obvious one, but it's a. So listeners of the show know that I get very very angry at Alex for eating into the microphone. Mm. Partially because he's just not even trying. (laughs) You can easily pull your face away from the mic to take a little munch. I do it all the time. But also because the sounds are like a knife in the back of my eye. 
And for some yeah. reason in this episode, they decided to turn up Cell's robot squeaky legs to like 11. And it was <laughs> like nails across the chalkboard to me. I'm like, Cell, you've been killing people. You could not stop for some fucking oil or some like, you know, fucking was that shit you spray into the oven? Like, it was making me crazy. Look, not all of us have the love of having a thigh gap, okay? Sometimes you're just a little <laughs> swish, 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 swish. I, listen, I got chub rub up the wazoo cell, but you know what? I lubricate it in the summer. It keeps it smooth. It keeps it running. And then you don't get a weird rash. Uh, I think... I honestly, I think that my my shout for it is gonna be the ridge between his regular face and his hat face. You know, because yeah. he's got like he he's got weird... like his eyes meet the hat. <laughs> yeah, and you know that it's he's not wearing a hat. That's an organic, like that's an organic formation. And and as a as a man who spends a lot of time uh, cleaning crevices, <laughs> I gotta tell you that crevice is probably fucking <laughs> gross. <laughs> Especially he's been killing so many people. There's got to be so many like fluids and stuff. Oh, like, so many around. fluids and fluids, folks. They don't stay fluids. They turn into goops, oh. and goops are gross. <laughs> Spoken like a true dad. <laughs> goops are gross. Emma, do you have a pick for the grossest thing about self? It is it is the lips because it's like when I was a kid, I'd eat mussels and I'd eat the part and I'd take the little empty muscle and be like, hello. Yeah, hello, it's me, Mr. Muscle. I'm a muscle. I'm German for some reason. It's a, I'm looking at a picture right now of, a, of an art station. It's a like a fan art of like real life imperfect cell. Ah. It is so much grosser. He's right. so wet. I'm simply going to move on because Jeremy's got a baby deadline. But uh, so he jumps down, starts evil laughing, and Pickle is like, oh, fuck. And, you know, the power up happens. And this is when Seventeen's like, I'm in the middle of something. Can you just step off? And, <laughs> uh, you know, this is basically just like a standoff. Meanwhile, the C squad's over at Roshi's house, like, oh, fuck. He's so powerful. <laughs> oh, fuck. I it's, can't believe what's gonna, going on over there. It's going to take Bulma at least 20 minutes to get there to shut <laughs> off those robots. And then Chi-Chi just steps out the door and she's like, aren't you guys magical? Couldn't you just, like, fix that? <laughs> yeah. Literally, this is, like, such a classic, like, Dragon Ball moment where, like, a woman just comes in and just, like, presents them with, like, an easier alternative to, like, their insane need to struggle at everything. Yeah, just, like... <laughs> You can fly faster. Just go get the remote from Bulma and zip zap over there. And so, cr- even if you can't fly that fast, even if you're a slow flyer, you will a hundred percent mathematically. This is provable. You will get it faster if you just move in the direction she is yeah. and meet her wherever. Just like, just like mass alone, you'll be fine. So Krillin takes off to go do that, and then Tien, who's for you guys haven't been here, but Tian, every episode's been doing that thing like, oh man, if only I could get in there, I'd be like, oh. That's so funny. That's so funny. Just like, dude, if I was there, bro, if I was fucking if there. If I was there, I would have like, oh, I would have fucked them up. So then finally he's like, I gotta get in there. Uh, you know, if we're doing the smash cut too, he does not get in there. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he. If, at if the I end were, of the episode, if, he's just standing nearer to it, doing the same thing. <laughs> if I were Android seventeen and eighteen, I'd simply not get absorbed myself. <laughs> Bro, I would fucking break him in half. <laughs> I would fucking hold him over my knee. <laughs> uh, has seventeen and eighteen even filed a police report? Like. <laughs> uh, then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Tien takes off, and then Roshi's like, why are you doing that? You won't be any help at all! And he flies away. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, hurry the fuck up, Goku. Oh, what what is Goku and, and Goten? Go, uh, go, Goku is abusing his child. <laughs> That's what yes. Goku's yeah, doing. Yeah. Go, Goku and Gohan are waiting outside the hyperbolic time chamber because Vegeta's taking too long beating up his son. And they're like, <laughs> man, I wish I could fight. Meanwhile, Seventeen 
it, you know, it's sassing Cell. And uh, that's when Piccolo's like, he's here to crawl inside of you. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> he's trying to get all up in them guts. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to use his gross tail and hit your back walls. <laughs> yeah. Uh and you know he gives a, a traditional Dragon Ball villain speech. Oh yeah, so there's a moment here where like Piccolo recounts the plot where he's like, "Okay, androids, this guy wants to absorb you, so he may become perfect because a computer yeah. in Jero's lab made him because he was a dead and then the ro- the thing and here you go. Here's Dragon Ball Z. Here you go." I love even <laughs> in Kai, which is supposed to be the abridged version, they still have to sit and they do that. They still this. have to do that. Yeah. And then Cell of course does the like, "That's all true and it doesn't matter." that you know because it's already done. I'm going to kill yeah, you. I wish for does, once, um, just once in this show, somebody would just be like, he's fucking lying. He's full of shit. He's fucking crazy, dude. Just, just, I never said that. I, 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 I never dude, said that. Dude, look at me. Do I look like the kind of guy who would fucking absorb you? Robot. Come on, man. We're from the same neighborhood. You're going to believe this Bro. fucking guy? He's from space. All right, bro. We're chill. We're fucking chill, dude. Uh, he does send you a very stereotypical Dragon Ball speech where he's like, "You're right. You should join me because you will make me perfect, and then therefore you are perfect and perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect." You can be part of this. Uh, you know, and then of course, Seventeen can't really take direction, so he's like, "No, let's fight." Yeah, of course. Well, he's a he's a Dragon Ball guy, so he's gonna, of course, be like, "I'm fucking strong." But he so, forgot you know. that his friend with a penchant for numbers. Yes, that's right. Sixteen is spectral representation, and that's probably why I'm mm. so hot for him. He goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how chiseled he is, yeah, by the he way. Yeah, he great. And he's got the... Fucking f- cut glass with that chin. Oh, my he's God. got the fucking numbers. He's like, he's so much stronger. Simply retreat. <laughs> and once he kills you, he's not going to kill Goku. He's going to, like, kill everything. And if you remember, my character trait is I love birds. <laughs> I love birds. I know everything about them. Ah, let me list them all for you. <laughs> Can I show you Manhattan Egret. Bird Alert on my phone? Snowy Egret. <laughs> if you guys live in New York, I gotta suggest Manhattan Bird Alert on Twitter. It is just people Ooh. who tweet from Central Park being like, there's a cool bird in the park. <laughs> bird Alert. It's really good. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, they, uh, they, they, he, he launches and immediately gets fucked up, and then Piccolo also gets fucked up, and he walks over the Piccolo. Folks at home can't see this, but when Katie goes over to look at her notes, she's fully silhouetted, yeah. and it's so funny. Hello. You're just completely dark. Your body's completely dark, and you're looking down at your phone. Welcome to Catherine Leon Presents Anime. Right? It's like, I don't know how the Alfred Hitchcock stuff starts, but uh, that is how I feel. But it's like that. It's like that. I do got enough. Folks, know you're going to have to do some heavy lifting on this riff, okay? Just picture it in your head. You got, you got a computer in your pocket. Do the work. Do the work. Uh, so he walks up to... What do we have to do? Everything? <laughs> he walks up to... This is why Jeremy left, because you're always making him do that. You, heavy... You need. You need, and that's what you do. <laughs> Uh, so they, uh, uh, yeah, he, uh, he kicks, uh, Piccolo. He's like, he's walking over him to slowly kill him while the androids have a little meeting. And the 16's like, you know, now would be a great time to, for you two to leave. Just saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Piccolo makes fighting hands as Cell approaches and he powers up real, real powerful and yeah, big big blast yeah. that we're meant to be understanding now, this was, you know as an uh, audience is a big blast not well animated because i figured this out after the commercial break that he goes to big beam cell but also 17 also big beams him what they're doing it together they tag but team that i did not i but did not notice but it's really unclear until yeah. afterwards. It's a beam Eiffel Tower, and we don't know that. <laughs> oh my god, we made that joke last week. 
that I'm getting really? out. We did boyfriend watch, and we talked about me getting Eiffel Towered by the two. Hell of yeah, them. dude! Yeah. We are we are brain mending. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, can't wait for two minutes to come back. It's like one of those. It's like one of those those memes where the brain is come. You know, the the, the funny ones where it's like yeah. the brain is a horse that he's riding or something like that. But ours ours are like braided together yeah. and like we're in different parts snake. of a map. <laughs> Yes, like a twin snake exactly, Katie. <laughs> one is sweet and one is sour. <laughs> which is which? I'll never tell. Ooh. I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, Twisting mustache. Yeah, so uh, fucking there's a really big beam. It blows up half the it's island. It's a big beam and it blows up the island and there's like rocks falling into the water and it starts raining and like that. You're meant to think like, wow, big, big beam. Big beam. Big beam, but you know what? Guess what? You know what happens? You've I I don't have to tell you guys. You've seen he's, Dragon Ball before. Uh, he's fucking fine. You, oh, he's fine. He's fucking. It's done no damage. What? This is the first time though. Impossible. This is the first time though. We, yeah. It, uh, what? They <laughs> 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 do that thing where like the characters have faces and the voice actors try like make like noises for like um facial expressions. <laughs> 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 I literally wrote everyone makes their oh fuck face noise where they're just like no yeah. oh. no <laughs> also this is when Tien's introduced to the scene where he's just standing on a mountain he's like oh man I would like totally get in there except like what's the point <laughs> I was gonna say they they wrote this scene as if they were like there's not enough guys there to go oh oh <laughs> So they're like, we got to get Tien in the mix. Let's fly him over there so he can also be there to go, what? <laughs> uh, Piccolo screens for 17 to run. And uh, before he can finish, Cell walks up to him and bitch slaps him so hard he breaks his neck. Oh, my oh. God. So sick. It was really I sick. I love this. <laughs> it was really sick. <laughs> This is like that brutality that we were talking about that like is like missing from Super Completely. and is so present <laughs> yeah. in Z. Oh, you meant, yeah. <laughs> so crazy. There's so much blood and snapping and just like yeah, people killing each other. He also then He's like holding him up and his neck is just like <laughs> flopping like a fucking like okay, here- like when you hold up a like an airhead and it like flops <laughs> over to the side. <laughs> Those wobbly guys selling cars outside the car. Yeah. <laughs> All right, for me, like, I'm so used to anime where, like, characters get, like, impaled, like, 50 times, and then they're totally fine. So I didn't realize Piccolo was in trouble until they were like, his neck's been broken. This is really (laughs) bad. I was like, oh, oh, it is. Okay, okay. Oh, no. (laughs) To be fair. Yeah, because you're, like, used to, like, Baki, where it would be, like, his neck is broken, and he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And he, like, moves it back, and, like, it's fine. I know. It's like, people are just, like, Standing in a sea of bullets. We're watching Helsing Ultimate on the Patreon, and people just like stand in bullets, and they're like, Yeah, it's nice, <laughs> nice of you to scratch my nose. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's super dead, and then he also blasts a little hole in him, and you're like, Oh, fuck, Piccolo's dead a second time. That means he's super dead because we. <laughs> he's really dead this he's time. He's really dead. But then they, dead. they make a. They really make a note of. of giving you some some sound where he's just like uh, 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 and you're like well he's not dead then he's still making but sound no or is that like to double death check, just merely uh toss your toss gasping in piccolo into the ocean <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fine gohan senses it and he's like no my real dad and popo cries for his lost lover and then gohan is so pissed he goes to to go get him and um, Goku slaps him. Uh, he like, punches. Punches him. right. Yeah, he punches no. his child son in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and given that it was like Piccolo, like and like you were saying, and like that's where I thought, like I was like, what do I kind of remember about this episode? And Gohan being like, I have to go, you know, look after the person who was like my true dad. <laughs> you know, and Goku's like, Oh, I'm your dad now. I told you to stay. <laughs> they don't even give him like a line where he's like, he's like, you know. The Earth needs us more here than there. You have to be strong, right. son. Mr. Popo say anything has says, to do I it. told you to stay. Mr. Popo has to do it, which is just like it's bad enough. You put Mr. Popo in the show, and then you're like literally putting him in the role of like a nanny. Also, it's like, just I, so also like I also like I, I told you to stay. That's rich coming from fucking Goku. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yo. Uh, something we missed that I really wanted to bring up is there's a scene that we're treated to where it's like Bulma oh, and her well, little yeah, airplane. Well, we skipped ahead of it, but oh, yeah, her little like, baby. Yeah, baby Bulma's flying around. She's like real hot '90s mom moment. Or like, she is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we're, just flying in her cool ass airplane. Yeah, where trunk baby trunks is playing with the the shut off device, so she gently takes it away from him, gives him a phone, gives a phone call. <laughs> She's like, yeah, play with this, talk to these guys. Like, I don't know, I thought. She- yeah, she says, talk to Krillin or Master Roshi. They have funny <laughs> voices. Which is great. And then Master Roshi's like, when- oh, Krillin's coming, we're all going to die. And she's like, oh, cool, <laughs> I need to go home and change his diaper. So that sounds <laughs> yes, good. This was, I was going to say, this is like huge representation for parents in this in this episode. Is They're like, they're like um, um, all right, Krillin's on his way to you. He's going to meet you halfway, and he's going to get the device. And she's like, that's great, because Trunks is starting to get a little cranky. i got to get him home. And he's like, that's not why we're doing this. And she's like, I don't care. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'd like to save the world, but mostly this kid's got to get down for his nap or we're going to have a hell of a night. <laughs> um, and, and also Baby Trunks is just an adorable So character. cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cell's staring at 17. Everyone's like, oh, shit, and they grit their teeth. And then, uh, you know, oh, yeah, just one other thing from the Goku, Gohan thing is uh, Goku's very pissed at Vegeta for taking too long in that time chamber. Uh, he's so mad at Vegeta. He's taking too long. Uh, yeah, I always loved this plot device, though, of, like, the room that's, like, a day outside, but a year inside is, like, very fun. And then they come out, and they're, like, super buff, right? That's, yeah. like, what comes after this. They come out just jacked. Yeah, but they're <laughs> taking too long, which, you know, because Vegeta's an egomaniac, and he wants to be more strong. Um... He's having too much fun beating up his future son. Uh, so he's mad. And then, uh, you know, Cell is like, all right, let's get on with this. Don't resist. I'm going to absorb you with my gross tail. It's so drippy and gross. And everyone's like, oh, f- it looks like it has a foreskin. It does. Everyone- have we said this? Have you said this? It's, no, it you, looks like it has a foreskin. You are saying it. Congratulations. Everyone's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And then the announcer comes on and is like, Will Sell, closing on his prey. Tune in next week. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, so that was the episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, that's it. the thing. Out of seven Dragon Balls, let's rate and review. Let's start with one Jeremy Hammond. Wow. Thanks for asking, Katie. I must say this episode was... Um, uh, it was pretty good. It was there was a lot of what I looked for in a Dragon Ball episode. There was big beamies. There was uh, gross people. There was uh, some uh, showing up of a lot of side characters. Mm-hmm. You like to see Bulma get in the mix. You like to see Tien. I like to see Chi Chi uh, suggest an alternative to uh, the stupid shit that they're constantly doing. Uh, but that being said, I could have used maybe mm, two minutes more fighting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in this episode, so I'm going to give it a six out of seven Dragon Balls. Emma, um, like I said, lots of Piccolo, so immediately I already really like that. Only big thing is it really is kind of that problem Dragon Ball Z was known for, where I felt like it's really kind of padding stuff out. A lot of what goes on could have been condensed into 15 minutes, but lots of Piccolo, so I will also give it a six out of seven. Fantastic. I'm also giving it six out of seven just because uh, it was pretty good, but there is a lot of just like the editing near the end with the back and forth between Gohan and Goku and like the Sea Squad. They've just really kind of crammed it in there and it seemed kind of random just to be like, and also these guys. Um, Mm -hmm. But still pretty solid episode so uh, it's a unanimous yeah. six 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 out of seven of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to uh i'd like to uh say to uh alex patak as well uh you are welcome yeah you're welcome um, you slimy bitch you're welcome this is uh about you know five to ten minutes of your life that you'll have yeah uh use them wisely perhaps <laughs> uh making your wife angry again <laughs> um uh, I'm sure if I dig through these emails, there's an old one we have not read, but I'm simply not going to do that. So let's go straight <laughs> to plug a plug a choo choo. <laughs> Emma, where can the people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Hyenas and Gin. I am also the anime correspondent for Struggle Session, so check me out on that. I'm also going to be, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, taking my video essays a little bit more seriously. So I'm currently in the process. I'm working on a very, very uh, leftist uh, take on your favorite baby anime, Full Metal Alchemist. So look forward to that. Um, I was very much hoping you were going to say baby lemurs. Um, it's a leftist analysis of baby no, lemurs. I would, I would talk about little baby lemur all day. He's a he's a little comrade for sure. All equivalent pure exchange, baby. Uh. Um, so yeah, and uh, so yeah, like I said, follow me on Twitter. Um, check out my videos. Subscribe to them because like um, I don't I don't have any views, but I'm really proud of the videos I do. So um, look forward to seeing that one once it's done. Yeah, and check out their old videos. They're really great. Uh, hey, thank you, Jer Bear. Yeah, we're in one of them. I don't remember You're which one. You're on the one. Fusa one. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you also um, did cameos in my Tom Nook video yes. where we talk about going, oh, if, yeah. if, if Tom Nook is a capitalist or not. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder, of course. Uh, you all probably already follow me. Um, but if you don't, hey, go ahead and give a cheeky little follow, huh? huh? And um, what else? You want to void with your old pal, <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, you can see some uh, um, you know questionable weird takes of Zoomers out there on the internet. And uh, what else? Uh, uh, Generation Lost Podcast, my show about movies with Brindy Bor from Beep Beep Lettuce. And um, keep an eye out. I don't know if we're publicly yeah. talking about this or if there's any reason why we shouldn't be. But uh, there's a thing in the pipeline. And if Alex edited this episode correctly, you have no idea what it is. Then <laughs> keep an eye. Then Just know you that- can piece it together with two clues. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen and take notes? <laughs> Go back through the episode and comb. <laughs> And you can find me at Katie Rose on Twitter. Keep an eye out for that mystery thing. Uh, yeah, that's it for me right now. Uh, and that's it for this week. See you next week. Bye now. Super. Super. Oh my God.